Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, we continue with Big Ten Preview Week, and we are on to our 31st question of our 2021 College Football Preview Series. Trey, what's the question? Who are the most overrated and underrated teams in the Big Ten? Okay, and so when we thought about this, it brought up the question, where exactly is everybody rated? So we wanted to have some objective source and so we went to phil Steele, athlon and lindy's uh preseason rankings in their magazines and averaged those together so if you're watching on youtube you can see those rankings but we are an audio podcast first so let me read those out for our beloved listeners we love you we really do in the east at the top we have ohio state of course followed by penn state indiana michigan maryland rutgers and then Michigan State. So Rutgers not last, notably. We also love the the, the viewers, so I just don't want to leave you out yes. either. Yeah. In the West, we have Wisconsin, <laughs> Iowa, Minnesota, Northwestern, Nebraska, Purdue, and then Illinois in last. And if you're doing both watching and listening, oh my God, that's amazing. Wow. wow. Uh, back to the episode. Ryan, who's the most overrated of those? I got to go with Northwestern uh, from the West. You know, if you said Ohio State, it might get more clicks. So That's true. Consider that. Yeah. Well, I, I felt like I went a little bit rough on them in the previous podcast. So. <laughs> okay. Taking it easy on them. But uh, yeah, in Northwestern, uh, they're sitting ahead of both Nebraska, Purdue. Well, actually, not both, all three, and Illinois. So the in the West. And I just don't see them finishing in front of all those teams. I'm not going to go ahead and pick one to finish in front of them, but... Uh, I just don't see Northwestern having the type of squad that is going to be able to compete this year. Don't forget, a couple of years ago, they went 3-9. and nine. So it's not a, some perennial power that just reloads. Um, and they lose so, so much, including defensive coordinator Mike Hankwitz, who which uh, defense has carried them uh, yeah. lately. So that's a, that's a big loss. Uh, people maybe don't aren't quite uh, taken seriously enough. And I don't think Ryan Holinsky is going to be the answer at QB. Uh, South Carolina transfer, especially when he's got nobody to throw to. Um, just a lot of question marks for me that I just don't think they're going to be reloading. And I think they're going to need a year to kind of get some experience. And then maybe in 2022, they'll they'll kind of be back and surprise then. Yeah, I, I agree with you on, on Northwestern. They are 126th out of 127 teams that played last year in terms of returning production. So, And I just don't see – I know – Fitzgerald's a great coach, but I don't see them yep. as a program that reloads after losing that amount. And they were like uh, way far behind the 125th team. So they're kind of like really far back in terms of, of what they lost. And to, to, to your point about Ryan Holinsky, because he's the at least the favorite to start, um, Peyton Ramsey last year came in and compared to what their quarterback play had been was yeah. amazing and incredible. Um, and, and so that really, even the offense was still bad, but it wasn't horrendous. Well, now with Holinsky, I know he was a four-star recruit. I know South Carolina was not the best situation, but so I, you know, I always give the chance that he could improve, but what I'm going to bet on is that he's not very good because that's what he's shown. And so I think the offense has a chance to be horrendous this year. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm not super confident in them. I mean, listen, they put them. 43rd nationally so i don't think they're really that much worse than that i mean we averaged together three decent yeah. rankings so it's hard to strongly disagree here but uh but i'd put them a little lower than that i and will they, say that they don't have the toughest schedule either but the schedule sets up so well uh they, yeah. they draw michigan state and rutgers uh from the east and their non-conference is very weak so the record might not be all that bad but i think team strength wise i'm pretty low on them 
Yep, that's fair. I, I agree with you guys on Northwestern, so, but I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go with Indiana. Um, I don't think it's necessarily ridiculous to have them third in the East where, where they are, but I could make, you know, you can make a case they'd fall to the fourth spot, but I was more looking at them being 20th nationally, and not only that, they were only a spot behind Iowa and then way ahead of teams like Michigan, Minnesota, and Nebraska. Uh, the Hoosiers... I like the Hoosiers, don't don't get me wrong, but they had they had some good fortune last year. We all remember the the fortune, the luck that they had to beat Penn State in their first game. They were they had three of their wins, they were outgained by over a yard per play. Um a couple of those games flipped to losses and the Indiana narrative might be a lot different, but you know, credit to them, they pulled it out. Good. I'm all for them. Uh Michael Penix Big question mark, can he stay healthy? That's been an issue. Coming off an ACL injury, they lose Wap Fillier at receiver, Stevie Scott at running back. Uh, I think the defense will be good, um, but losing safety Jamar Johnson is not going to help. And then in the division, I think Michigan is going to improve this year. And Indiana has a has a schedule of their first five games. Three of them are at Iowa, hosting Cincinnati, and at Penn State. So that's a really tough slate to to start the year. Like I said, I, I like Tom Allen, the Hoosiers. I'm going to root for them, but I just need them to prove to me that they're a top 20 team and way ahead of those other Big Ten teams I mentioned. I thought about Indiana as well. Obviously, they could be very good again, but to your point about being fortunate last year, they were fourth in the nation in turnover margin. That's a stat that, of course, tends to regress heavily um, and yet has a big impact on wins and losses. And they were also number one in the country in red zone defense. Uh, so that there's skill on that for sure but i it also regresses so i would definitely bet against them being number one again and those are really important stats as far as winning games so i agree with you there um let's get to underrated teams try and make some listeners a little bit happy here i'm going with <laughs> purdue i i still believe in jeff Brom. Yes, i say you're this a Brom every believer year. Yeah. i am and you know the team went he's he's been snake bit by injuries and he really has. Yeah, it's just no doubt. One one injury after another. But and the team went two and four last year. The four losses were all very close, so I don't think they're um were quite as bad as, far as, off. as you might think. And I like the offense this year. David Bell, one of the best receivers in the Big Ten, pair him with Milton Wright, who is a big recruit, seems to be getting better and better every year. So I think the receiving core is good and Jack Plummer or whoever starts at quarterback, I have confidence in. I, mean, I think Jack Plummer's pretty good. He was he was solid last year. I do too. And Aiden, Aiden O'Connell's not bad either. Right. The issue, though, for them mostly has been the defense. And George Karloftis missed half of last year. He's by far their best defensive player. He's a potential All-American type pass rusher. So full season with him back should help. They get seven starters back overall. And maybe the, the biggest difference this year is that I mean, the defensive coordinator spot has been a revolving door for Purdue, it feels like. Uh, but they bring in Brad Lambert from Marshall, who had an excellent defense at Marshall. They were one of the best in the country last year. So I think he is an upgrade over Bob Diaco. I'm not a big fan of Diaco. Oof. And even before him, I think it was Nick Holt, who I'm also not a fan yeah, of. So yeah, maybe it some, was two bad hires there. I agree. I was Jeff Brom, good coach, maybe not the great. <laughs> yeah hire a couple of bad choices at d coordinator yeah but i think yeah, this didn't he like ross ells too it was it I was bad i remember yeah, um, i think that was the first d coordinator it was bad i think he finally fourth times the charm apparently yeah. here yeah i like the hire of lambert so there's my case for purdue yeah i almost actually went with nebraska on this but 
I ended up on Michigan State. Uh, using this blend of ratings, they're ranked last in the Big Ten. Um, I'm aware this isn't the Mark D'Antonio days of competing for the East, but I also don't necessarily foresee them being in the cellar. Uh, we have to remember that Mel Tucker, he was a very late hire to the Spartans last year. And on top of the turmoil from, from D'Antonio's last few days, the COVID offseason gave them almost no chance at assembling much of a team. Yeah, I know that I know the team was bad, um, but I'm not ready to mail it in for 2021. Now we're going to get a chance to see Tucker's first year, essentially, in my eyes. Uh, the offense won't necessarily be a strength, um, but I, I think it should improve from last year. You got Russo or Thorne uh, are probably going to get the nod at quarterback. You get a really good transfer running back, uh, Wake's Kenneth Walker. I like Reed and Naylor on the outside. Um, and then... Tucker, his calling card is the defense, and SP Plus has them projected to be a, a top 25 defense. You got guys like Drew Beasley at end. I, I really, I'm confident on that side of the ball. I just don't see them last in the conference. I think Rutgers might have a dip back this year. Maybe they're, they'll bounce back a year from now. Then you got teams like Illinois, Northwestern, who we mentioned earlier. I just, I don't think they're going to be in the cellar. All right. Yeah, I, I certainly like that pick too. I, I, I think they're going to be more competitive than people think. Uh, but I'll, I'll go a different way, though. I'll go with Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, I feel like, could have kind of a high variance this year. Um, but when you look, I, I tend to try to look at their offense this year. A lot of returning production coming back. Tanner Morgan, of course, a quarterback. Their offensive line returns everybody. And they had a couple injuries last year on that line. And if they can stay healthy this year, it's going to be one of the best run-blocking running teams in the Big Ten with Muhammad Ibrahim, a really good running back. I like they have a good wide receiver duo with Daniel Jackson, Chris Altman Bell. So there's the offense could be pretty darn good. Remember a couple of years ago, it was really good. So uh, when they had a couple of de- legit receivers to throw to. So uh, I like that side of the ball. Defense, okay, that's, you know. It was horrible mm-hmm. last year. I know, it was really horrible. Uh, but they, they had, COVID really affected them last year. There were some games where they were yes. very shorthanded on that side of the ball. They were extremely shorthanded. So that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of thinking, hey, they're not going to be that bad this year. I agree. So the offense is going to be better. I think they, you know, they had some regression last year. I think the offense will be better so long as they're healthy, and I think the defense will be better. Um, so I think they could make a, a surprise run uh, on some teams. All right. I'm, I'm going to give us a bonus overrated and underrated here because I'm just looking at the list. And I, I'm looking. I see Penn State 16th nationally and Iowa 19th. I think there's a bigger difference between those two teams coming in this year i just think penn state like i said well, i don't actually if i said this there's been so many episodes so far but <laughs> but i want to say that penn state last year was not of course not nearly as bad as their record you look at sp plus i think right. they finished like 18th or 19th they'll they'll be of course a huge bounce back team i love the talent and with iowa i don't know i'm just not completely sold um, Spencer Petrus was bad last year at quarterback, um, even worse than, than Clifford was for Penn State. And he loses two of his two best receivers, um, yeah. some good linemen. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, of course, Iowa, they're always pretty good. But I think the gap is a little bit bigger than, than maybe these magazines yeah. are indicating. All right. Well, that'll uh, Oh, do you're not going to oh. get me another one here? You want a bonus one? Go. Yeah, you want a bonus? I, sure. I, I think Illinois might be a little underrated. They got them at 80th here. They have a lot of production coming back. They're going to have a pretty good offensive line. Uh, you know, uh, Brandon Peters comes back for his 11th year. So, they, I don't think they're going to be that bad. And the defense actually has some 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 um, 
some depth up front. And Brett Bielema, I don't know, he could be kind of a sturdy, steady coach, run the ball, stop the run. I think they might surprise some folks. Hey, they might start off with a week one win against Nebraska. So, <laughs> yeah, they I just are... don't think they're that far away from like like Nebraska's at they have Nebraska at 49th and Illinois at 80th. I'm not seeing that huge of a gap, especially. I mean, I know it's you can't just look at one game, but Illinois whooped up on Nebraska last year. So true. I think they're going to be more competitive than that. Trey, we're kind of pressuring you. I mean, Ryan and I gave bonus ones. Do you love the, the listeners and viewers, or are you just going to leave them with that? <laughs> do we do, let's just go through every Big Ten team. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know in the comments on YouTube uh, who you think is overrated or underrated. If you're listening to the podcast, be sure to subscribe because we still have four more Big Ten episodes to come this week. We're going to be back tomorrow discussing the 10 best Big Ten games of the upcoming seasons. season. Just one. Including... Got, I do have one. Oh, go. Okay, I do what, have one. What? Overrated us three. Underrated oh. our listeners. Ooh, okay. Well, you're overrated. All right. I, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, thank you for that, Trey. And yeah, we're going to have non-conference games, too, for the Big Ten that we're ranking tomorrow as well. So we'll see you then and talk to you. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros., Follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros. And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.